Hello, hello, and welcome to the Rock Metal Podcast. I am your host, John Harris, and on my right-hand side is my right-hand man, Gabriel. Yeah, what's going on, boy? And today on the Rock Metal Podcast, we have Lufa, who has a new album called Luggage Falling Down, which is available right now. And right now, I'm being joined by Lufa and Dennis to share some stories about the band, some information about what they have going on, and more details about the album. So, Lufa and Dennis, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you for having us. This is awesome. Yeah, how are you doing? I'm doing quite well. Um, glad to hear you guys are doing good. So, I mean, that's definitely very reassuring for me anyway. Yeah, things are all right on our end. Uh, we're, um, you know, we're still doing what we love and nothing can stop that. Beautiful. Great. That, that's, that's correct. Uh, at least I have more time to be in my studio and uh, practicing a lot and uh, writing and recording. So... We have to take um, take out like good things from all of it. Yeah, speaking yeah, of, absolutely. Speaking of which, we have the track "Find My Way," and I think that's really quite poignant with what was just said. So I'm curious, though, "Find My Way." What was this track originally about, and are you guys finding new meaning within it now? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, yeah, well, so we it was actually uh, the lyrics were written by uh, one of Lufe's friends from church. Uh, his name is Joshua. Joshua Kim, right, Lufe? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, so um, I think it's it's one of the simpler lyrical songs on the album. Although it's they're all they're all fairly uh, poetic. I found when singing them, um, in terms of you know the the wording, the the choice of words. But yeah, when I was first singing it, it felt very um, very poignant. Uh, you know, with with these times and everything about, uh, well, it says, let's see, about about lying on the floor and and the dreams flowing over. And to me, that that's just a very descriptive way of feeling like you have so much more to offer, and um, there's so many barriers, but you can you you can break those down, and that it's it's a hopeful message, and that when that's happening, your dreams are showing you how to find your way. And <laughs> I mean, I guess it's, it's something that's, that's pretty simple, but uh, yeah, there's always new meaning in it every day when we, uh, when we hear these songs. Wow. Fantastic. Now you mentioned that you received the lyrical idea from a, a church friend. So I'm guessing, is it a spiritual song then? There's definitely spiritual. Uh, th- there's definitely the spiritual element to that song and, and really to the whole album. Um, it's not specifically Christian or anything like that. Um, I'm actually, I'm personally not, uh, uh, Christian, but, um, you yeah, look like Jesus, spiritual. Dennis. <laughs> what was that? Aren't you? You look <laughs> like Jesus, <laughs> Dennis. So come on. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm also technically speaking, I'm Jewish, but I, I, um, is that why you look like, also I, like Kenny G? <laughs> is Kenny G Jewish? I yes, he is. Oh, totally, man. <laughs> I guess that's, oh, I that's, didn't know that. It sounds obvious now that I now that I say it. Huh? <laughs> Him and Michael Bolton. Michael Bolton's Jewish. Remember, the whole world's run by us. So, oh, you're Jewish too. I am. All right. Well, well cool. <laughs> yeah, I guess I I prescribe to a lot of different uh, ideologies, um, kind of a mix of them. So I I kind of take bits and pieces from from this and that. And uh, this I think this album is one of those things that that sort of added to my. Uh, to my, I guess you could call it spiritual repertoire. Meeting, meeting new people and uh, the other guys in the band—they're all Christian—and uh, yeah, I'm, it, I'm finding out, you know, and they're all 
from Brazil too. So we we all have a different angle, spiritually speaking and uh, philosophically speaking, that we all approach this with. So it's it's a very cool thing to see. Yeah, yeah, John. I I had an issue when I was trying to put these guys together and to compose. I'm not a writer, and I I I, I needed lyrics. So I was looking for somebody who could who could like uh, write to give me some lyrics, and then I found this guy at my church, and uh, I asked, "Hey, Josh, can you? Do, yeah, you are, I heard that you're a writer," and he said, "Yeah, yeah. What, what do you want to tell me about?" I said, "Well, this is not a, a Christian uh, music. This is not a, some is not some kind of a rock band, a Christian rock band or something like that. But you can say you can write something about life." You can write anything you want about life. So, just a little explanation about that's not. I, I know that there are a lot of spiritual involved, but it's not a specifically um, a, a Christian or a spiritual band or something like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Got it. Fantastic. Now, when it comes to the track Find My Way, if you dug it, you can check out the boys, what appears to be live on a stage in a music video. So you can do so by going to today's show notes at www.therockmetalpodcast.ca. And if you guys wouldn't mind taking us through the the music video. Actually, maybe why did this track be, why was this track so lucky to get the music video? And then take us through what, what went into creating the music video. Uh, well, um... You can correct me if I understood you right. That's why Dennis is here to help me with my English. <laughs> <laughs> I think you got this one, Lufe. Yeah, I think so. You were asking why this is a musical video? Why did this track, out of all the tracks on the album, come out with the music video first? Oh, oh God. I got, I got this one. I got that one. All right. Well, actually, <laughs> we... <laughs> uh, I think, first of all, going all the way back... Um, Instead of, I think it was way more interesting to show the energy and the power of the band on the stage, especially as a drummer. And um, let's say, for example, if this was an album only, you were never going to, I mean, not never, but you were not going to be able to see the Dennis' performance on the stage, how it looked like, or even my performance on stage, like, look like. Sometimes you have uh, a perspective from band. And, uh, and the album only, and then you're gonna find out some videos later, and you're gonna see how are the perform, how is the performance of the band on the stage. I try to uh, put the two things together. Why not record an album, kind of a live album, album kind of thing? Uh, why not to bring two things together, like the audio and video at the same time? So we rent a venue, a location here in Pasadena. I set up all my recording gear, which is nowadays not that hard, not difficult. And, uh, and we're recording a, a, live video, a live video slash album. So, and then because I'm just a musician that I'm kind of um, trying to do all the things by myself, I think I messed up talking about uh, when I started started talking to the PR guys, and uh, John Asher, for example, he was one of the guys say, "Hey, but you released the album already?" Uh, yes, uh, uh, yes. You, you were doing you you did, you did just the opposite. Most of the time, bands release videos first, and then when it got an audience, they uh, the bands release the uh, the album. 
So I said, yeah, I'm sorry. I think I already did that. So, and then he suggested me to, okay, now, but you have a lot of the videos to release. I said, yeah, for every song uh, from the album, I have an individual video. That's why, John, you're, so far you're going to see Find My Way. But uh, during during the weeks or months, it depends on the of the the John Asher strategy of releasing. Uh, after a while, you're gonna see every song and video. Got it? That's why. Wow, very cool stuff. Now the next track that we wanted to chat about was the Edge. Now, why this track? So, uh, well, then so kind of like. Yeah, sure. So, so kind of like Lufe was saying, we actually recorded um, the entire thing, the, the entire album on video. Um, so you will eventually get all of them on video. But the reason I think these two came first, um, well, Find My Way was just kind of an obvious opener. It actually started out as the second track on the album, and The Edge was actually the first track. So these were kind of the first two songs that we approached. Yeah. Um, and they really they kind of became defining characteristics of the album i think but also i think lufe you just led a poll on on instagram which song do you want to see next right exactly and, uh, yeah and people people uh-huh. voted for the edge yeah and also um i noticed the according to the uh, spotify numbers of of views People were listening to the first four songs of the album and forgetting about the last. Oh, last yeah, that happens. Bastards. Yeah. Exactly. So I tried, I tried to to bring the last song, and going like taking turns between the the last songs from the from the album to like make turns. You know, you know what? That so that's that's what I I did. Some something like. Okay, bring the the first song because if if I, if I uh, I'm gonna bring all the first four songs first. Oh my God, the first four the first songs. four songs. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> if I would bring the first four songs, people want wanna gonna lose they they, they will lose interest in the yeah, this, this album the rest of songs. This album does not have a second of filler on it. I think the entire thing. Every track could be the first track on the album. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, uh, yeah, so I, I think we, we started with the bookends of the album, the, the beginning and end for the videos, but uh, they're, they're all going to come out eventually. And, um, but yeah, mm-hmm. the, the Edge has a special sort of feel to it as well. I think it, it's got a different, different perspective than the rest of the album. It's one of the heavier tracks, too. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Now, when it comes to the track itself, The Edge, what are we on The Edge of? Well, actually, if you listen to the song, uh, I, I, I've said that that song could really just be called The Edge of Desire. So it's funny that you asked that question. Because, yeah, I, we took that from the lyric where uh, it says, living on the edge of desire. And that has a deep spiritual meaning for me um, because I, I think that if you're really living true to who you are um you are living on the edge of desire because as as things come up in your life you're ready to face them head on as they happen and you're not living in the past you're not living in the future you're living on the edge of the very present moment so that's where uh that's where that title comes from but also uh 
I mean, it just, it basically, it comes from the lyrics. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Now, when it comes to the album Luggage Falling Down, uh-huh. you mentioned there's absolutely no filler on the album whatsoever, so I'm not exactly quite sure what's inside the luggage. But... <laughs> <laughs> a whole oh, yeah. bunch of rocks. A bunch, yeah. A whole no. bunch of rock and metal. And maybe some uh, some ballad as well. <laughs> Oh no, not a not a ballad from a guy who looks like Kenny G. Um, <laughs> you guys should do a cover of a of a Kenny G song. That'd be awesome. Let's do it. <laughs> All right, let's, let's do, do it. it. Well, oh, John, do, do you want, do you really want to know the? Uh, are you interesting about the uh, the meaning the name? Of, the name the luggage flying down. Well, I mean, my, that, that's what you want to know. Essentially, oh, not really. Well, I mean, essentially, my question is: take us through the album. You know, when you guys put it together. What what did you build in, in these two tracks we chatted about? Um, you know, is this kind of what we should expect? But at the same time, with with a name like Luggage Falling Down, it's I don't know. It's probably like the least. Where does that come from? It's the least metal sounding title I've ever heard. But like, <laughs> see, we are, we're trying to make something unique here. <laughs> oh, it's unique. Um, I hate when my luggage no. falls down. John, <laughs> there is a nice explanation. Uh, when uh, we first, we, um, uh, in my YouTube channel, we made a kind of a live with a lot, all of the guys from the band together. And Dennis, he said something really deep, something like, we, well, carry, we carry our luggage. Right, Dennis? That's what yeah, you said. Yeah, look, look, yeah so, well, here, you, you continue. You, you go. You go no, first. no, I'm saying, like, that's, a, that's a, oh, you want me to take the floor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, okay, all right. Tell, tell so the, the, the coolest the, uh, way to explain the name of the band. Here's, here's the luggage falling down explanation. Um, when we talk about the lyrics on this album, a lot of it has to do with, uh, you know, like, like I said about living on the edge, uh, letting go of the past. And a lot of the lyrics um, I quickly felt when I was singing these songs really had to do with letting go of the past, letting go of um, expectations of what you hoped things would be that didn't turn out that way. And all of, all of the past resentments and all of the things that we hold with us, and it's really baggage. It's dropping all of that baggage and allowing new things to come into your life. So one day I was talking to Lufe. Uh, we had already started recording the album. And he says, uh, so Dennis, what do you think of the name of the album, uh, Luggage Falling Down? And I went, What? What? The name, the name, luggage falling down. What do you think of that as the name of the album? I went, um, he says, well, what do you think it means? I said, oh, well, you know what? Now that you, now that you mentioned it, I mean, it, it sort of sounds like, you know, like what I just said about, about all the meaning of the lyrics that so, so yeah, I can imagine it's like dropping baggage, luggage falling down and you know, now you're free. And Luffy goes, well, no, actually I was just, someone told me that my music sounds like right. luggage falling can it down. Take from my drumming, can, it, can it take from here? So yeah. that, that's the coolest explanation from Dennis, but uh, you want to know the truth? What, why, why I came up with that name? Um, I was hired to record an uh, album for a guy uh, from Nashville, and then I tried to show off my drumming. And it's, it was kind of a rock, and I saw I put like a lot of double bass with the stacks and a lot of fills and a lot of things. And the producer, when he, he heard my drumming, he said... Oh, that guy sounds like luggage falling down. 
then like I laughed because and then uh, why not a band from uh, with the founder is a drummer why not an album called Luggage Falling Down <laughs> so that's <laughs> That's the, the meaning. I mean, with, where, from where I, I, I got this idea. <laughs> okay. I, I mean, it's really, it's really pretty metal if you do if you think about it. <laughs> I know, right? When I come back from vacation at like an all inclusive, and I'm coming home, and my luggage falls down, and I'm like, that sounds like Lufa. <laughs> yeah. It's that, <laughs> there's actually a moment on the album where you hear a really heavy drum fill. That wasn't. That wasn't uh, Lufe playing with I the sticks. Know, we we know, threw all I of know. his luggage at the drum set. It, it's part of um, our personality to be funny, to make fun of ourselves, and that's what I do. And then my wife she goes, "Oh, what a kind of a name is that?" But it, it's funny. <laughs> it's part of my personality. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, <sighs> sweet. All right. Well, gang. Dare I ask if you, there's any, any news coming up? I mean, with, with the coronavirus, that was kind of shutting things down, and now who the hell knows what's going on? Um, I am. But typically we'd be asking about, like, summer tours and shows and festivals and whatever else. But I guess my, my honking question is, is there anything, any other news that maybe I didn't ask that you wanted to bring up? Dennis? Louvé? <laughs> <laughs> You're always up. Um... Yeah, well, we're definitely uh, we're looking into into doing shows and everything. Uh, basically, as soon as this is um, you know as this is all behind us, we're trying to get out there as soon as possible. Um, I know I'm personally I'm anxious to get back out there and start playing. Um, so yeah, I mean that that's really it. And obviously, it has to be the right situation. Um, getting the other guys up here from Brazil, but everybody's really excited about it. So. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Also, that's what I wanted. I wanted the most like, to get the guys from Brazil, and then we we tour all over the world, like Canada, United States, and Europe or Asia or whatever. But so far, we got no information. We don't know how it's gonna be the live shows and uh, events and festival. We have no idea. But at least we have like the digital world. We have like all of this streaming and. Uh, that's it. And we, we will be putting out the rest of those videos, too. Yes, that's correct. So that's, that's really the very next thing All right. on the agenda. Mm-hmm. And, oh, and we do these, uh, Lufe does these live streams on YouTube every week. And, uh, and I do yeah. live streams on my Facebook every week. But uh, sometimes we, we stream together. And so uh, that's mm-hmm. another place that we all, you know, that's the live show where, where it is for right now. Yes. Yeah, that's the new life. All right. We just did a uh we just did a 3-hour YouTube live stream with just just Lufe and I, uh just the drums and vocals and we played to the tracks with mm-hmm. the, the bass, guitar and keyboards from the album. We did the whole album and we did um seven songs from one of our favorite bands, Dream Theater. Yeah, so it was we just really did a little cool. a little little tribute to Dream Theater and uh, all of our luggage falling down material in one YouTube live. So you can go check out that video on YouTube also. And uh, mm-hmm. we'll be doing more. Sweet. That's one of the sure. things I was thinking, actually, when I saw the music video. I was like, James Labrie, is it you? You look so young. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's, he's my favorite. Uh, he's he's definitely one of my favorite singers. 
all time. You know, you know what's funny? Interesting you bring you bring that up. I've always heard the comment that Liquid Tension Experiment is the best Dream Theater's ever been because there is no James Labrie. I heard that before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why Liquid Tension Experiment has. 14 albums and has had a 30 year long career. No, I love Liquid Tension Experience, but I'm, I don't think anybody would give two cents about <laughs> Liquid Tension Experiment if it weren't for, uh, I mean, are you kidding me? Pull Me Under, Metropolis Part One. I mean, images and words, even when Dream and Day Unite, those first, there were five Dream Theater or four Dream Theater albums before the first Liquid Tension Experiment album, and uh, they really made their mark. and uh, James Labrie is a huge, huge part of that. Um, when you listen to Dream Theater, there is an identifiable um, kick-assness about <laughs> about their whole personality, and they're, they uh, they're unapologetic. And I think that's what's so great about it. You hear it in the vocals, you hear it in the instrumental sections, and uh, Liquid Tension Experiment is incredible. And I I've heard the exciting news that they're uh, they're going to get back together. So I, yeah, I, I absolutely can't yeah, wait. Jeremy. All right. Well, boys, unless there's anything else you wanted to throw out there, I just wanted to thank you for coming on to the Rock Metal Podcast. Oh, to our absolutely. Pleasure. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Thank you.